0: Money FM eighty nine point three, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture only on Money FM eighty nine point three. Money FM eighty nine point three. Good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for the bigger picture, and what's in focus, Ryan, really, is the landscape that we're in. I mean, we saw Wall Street try; it's still probably going to try to find its footing. You have two choices. You hide in your bunker, Mm -hmm. or you figure out how to navigate all this noise. (laughs) You could... Hide in your bunker But I think A lot of people Have been trying to figure out How to navigate The current environment And you pointed out It is a very noisy one You've got rate hikes To come To the tune of fifty, seventy-five, 75 yeah. Maybe 100 No It is going to be A very different Landscape versus last year Where you now have Central banks Trying to normalise policy To address inflation And we've seen How that has been Having an impact On everything From the cost of goods To how people budget For their future spending And also talking about spending, recession fears Mm. also on the horizon. And this is seeing a lot more research houses and brokerages, analysts, market watchers, talking about a horizon talking about a recession on the horizon yeah yeah well uh, we saw the S&P 500 posting its 10th week down in the last hmm. 11 so it looks like markets are pricing that in and we are seeing the S&P 500 just finishing up its worst week since January 2020 so something to really digest and figure out in terms of what we need to do let's check in with Rusmin Ang he is the CEO of The Fifth Person. Morning, Rusmin. How are you today? Hey, morning, Ryan and Elliot. Hey, Rusmin. Of course, you run the financial website, The Fifth Person. I'm sure you've been getting a lot of concerned inquiries, questions about what people should be doing. What have you been hearing from members?
1: <laughs> okay, so we had a webinar, a live webinar with the final work investors last week. And I think a lot of them have been actually asking us, you know, should they invest right now or should they wait? for the market to crash further and then they invest, right? So mm. this is the most common question that we've actually been getting. Of course, some do ask, so should, should they actually cash out completely right? and then wait to enter when the market crashes?
0: <laughs> Those are very good questions. So how yeah. would you reply to all these concerns? You, know, you have so much exposure in the markets in some sense or in some cases. What do you do when you have exposure right now?
1: Okay so I think for people who are invested in the market uh, usually our advice is to stay invested right and of course always have the cash you know other side just in the event where the market could get worse okay and in fact, I usually take the clues from the market uh, sentiment and we did a poll with them last week and about five hundred over investor right and eighty eight percent didn't think the market will correct further right mm. so this is really a good indication that we are in the technically a bad market where a lot of people are actually very scared and they think the market will crash further. It kind of reminds me in 2020 in March where we did a poll with them and a lot of them also were expecting the market to crash further despite the fact that S&P 500 have actually already crashed 31% at a time, right? And then, uh you know, it didn't happen and a few months later, uh market rebounded (laughs) so uh, now it's also a kind of good indicator where you know we are in the bear market which is also a good time to start to pick up some stocks uh, along the way yeah
0: yeah i think what you pointed out is a very good um, point as well because you can't time the market when it really rebounds you might miss the boat that's why it's important to stay invested i think that's why you also have this bit of a shopping list or short list of sorts if you have any opportunities in the market you can just jump on them how do you set up this shopping list or short list
1: Okay, so, um, I mean, I'm a long-term investor, so I look at stocks as uh, a businesses, and I love to own uh, good businesses, right? Mm-hmm. So we typically look at, you know, companies that have a highly recurring business model, and uh, I look at uh, some a good example of, for uh, example, it's a uh, Google, right? I mean, you, we pay some uh, UG premiums, and uh, of course, the search is, they are the, almost a monopoly in the market itself, okay? And of course, you also like to invest in uh, businesses that are run by good managers. Uh, a good example would be uh, Baksha Hardaway, uh, one of is probably one of the best managers or uh investors around in the world right for the last 50 years right and of course we also look at companies that have uh, you know, strong financial they must be profitable they have good return on equity uh and of course you know you don't overpay for things right so typically these are the stocks that you know we uh shortlist them and we put it in the washes uh and time like this like now uh when the market is selling down it actually opens up the door where if you have cash it's a great great time to actually start to buy them down okay because a lot of time, people try to predict the market. they trying to time the lowest. It can't be done in the stock market. <laughs> yeah,
0: you yeah. mentioned something, you know, overpay. Uh, make sure you don't overpay for it. Now, so how do you make sure you don't overpay? What do you use to measure the right valuations? And when you look at how some stocks can be cheap, they can actually get cheaper. So how do you figure out what is the right price? Well,
1: I think, yeah, so the first key is uh, the business must be intact for the next uh, five years, ten years. They're not not uh, exposed to any disillusionment. Structural disruption over the long run. If you know the that once that is okay, typically uh, you know we look at the valuation, right? So valuations, uh, there are few metrics to look at few businesses, uh, price-to-earnings is probably the most uh, well-known uh, ratio that we use in the most investors we use. are uh, the other metrics like price-to-book and, of course, uh, price-to-cash flow and, of course, uh, sometimes we also do uh, dividend yield, especially if you are an income investor, right? So this, the metrics where you can easily compare with their historical trading ban, uh, that kind of gives you an indication where, you know, in the bear market, typically the PE of that company could be very low, so let's say uh, 15, right? Uh, in the bull market, it can go up to as high as uh, 30. So that kind of gives you an indication where the market is pessimistic when it's trading at PE of 15, uh, and it could be you know, as high as 30 times. This is the case for Google. Right? They've been uh, their trading range uh, since they were listed uh, for the last uh, 5 to 10 years.
0: Yeah, we've seen many of these growth stocks in recent weeks and even months just going through a bit of a slump. I'm just wondering, does that make it more attractive for you to go into that sector despite all the expectations of rate hikes and rotation away from growth? Will the likes of Tesla, Twitter still be attractive?
1: Well, I think I can't say for sure with Tesla and Tesla, but uh, with businesses like Google, I mean, I'm still a, a fan of it. Uh, and we have to understand that the stock market is working uh, cycle, right? So now, last year we had the, probably one of the best year in the stock market, and now this year we are looking at the bear market, uh, completely opposite. Uh, at some point, most investors will have to look at the stock and they may even fall by half, okay? So even Warren Buffett and you know, being the greatest. Uh, stock picker, you know, I see positions sometimes that go down. Mm. Uh, so this is something where, you know, investors had to be able to and up and you know, just stay in the game uh, because the next upcycle when it comes, uh, typically companies that have a strong financial fundamentals are typically the one that will continue to rise even higher as compared to their previous low.
0: Yeah, Rusmi, yeah. you talk about uh, staying in the game, but how do you approach cutting losses or taking profit. How do you decide when is the time to just get out of the market? The company has done enough. There's no more further upside. What criteria do you follow?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, again, it boils down to the fundamentals. And, you know, when when you look at the businesses, uh, typically you look at their quarterly results. Uh, in fact, annual results will be the best indication whether the business are doing well. And if you invest in good businesses, typically there's no big surprises there. Uh, and a lot of times people actually come fuse the share prices uh, short-term performance. If the stock that they buy uh, goes down by you know twenty percent, they think that the stock is crap, is <laughs> not mm. doing well. Uh, but it's not the case. A lot of times, the uh, stock market, uh, a lot of sentiments are at play. People' emotions tend to change depending on the news that we read. Okay, so you kind of like self fulfilling prophecy if you read a lot of bad news typically the market will go down right mm. <laughs> and that's the people who think that market will, will get worse okay so when we only sell when there's a deterioration in terms of fundamentals is less of the business get disrupted let's say in, in the search industry okay so uh, next time if we consume our news only uh, instead of using mobile we use metaverse right and if Google is no longer in that space then obviously that has been disrupted you need to ch- change right, the, the, the fundamental assumption of uh, Google itself, right? So, uh, and sometimes there are times where you know I made a mistake, you know, I just have to agree that I made a mistake and I cut losses, right? So, yeah, these are the times where you should be selling, okay? And of course, there's one no more time where you be selling is when you find a better opportunity, right? So, it's almost like if you uh find a better job, look better looking job, <laughs> you can switch, but of course, it's investing. Ah, it's different. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: maybe um, a lot to consider. And of course, um, all the various reasons might be something you need to uh, just talk to your expert advisors as well, what you need yeah. to be doing. We Rusmin Ang. He is the CEO of the fifth person, helping us to figure out what investors should be doing in this noisy backdrop right now. Rusmin, thanks for your time and have a good week in advance.